Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. So what do you think of my scars? When I asked her this question, I was one curious, but also a little nervous about her answer because kids can be brutally honest. And she then told me, I think they're cool, dad. She didn't see that I started to well up after she told me this. We were watching a movie, forget the movie, but goes back when she was about eight years old. And when my youngest daughter told me She thought my scars were cool. She was playing with them and touching them. It was a huge pivot in helping me see my scars from my last bad day, my accident, quite differently. Because there's something so pure about a child and their perspective. And certainly when it's one of your own kids. If she loved them, if she thought they were awesome sauce, as I like to say, well, maybe, just maybe, I could as well. But in the beginning, when I was first recovering from my last bad day, it was hard. For seven years, I tried to hide them with all my gusto. I bought pants to cover them up, even when it was all hot and humid here in the New York, New Jersey area. I thought they were ugly. So I did all that I could to just cover them up. And we do that with our wrinkles, our gray hairs, our scars, our blemishes. We work so hard and we spend so much money trying to cover them up. And my big skin grafts on my left leg were basically like a neon sign. At least that's how I looked at it, telling people that I wasn't enough. And I have scars on my arms, some scars on my face, all as a result of my accident. And when they were exposed, especially those big skin graft ones I have on my left leg, I thought everyone was looking at them and wondering, hey, what happened to that guy? And not in a curious way, almost a judgment way. In my mind, my scars made me less than. And in so many ways, the emotions I felt during that time period were so similar to what I experienced as a pimple-faced kid in middle and high school. I was so self-conscious. I thought everyone was looking at my pimples, even though everyone else at school had their own share of pimples. We sort of go into our own narrative when we think everyone's looking at us. And truth be told, back then in middle school and high school, no one was really staring at me. Well, except one kid at the Bronx Zoo. And that might have been like the one kid. He pointed at my legs and then he asked his mom. I saw it all happening in slow motion. Mom, what happened to the guy? And the mom just asked him to turn away because she was like, that's not polite. And I think even the mom's expression was like, golly, what did happen to that guy? And that helped create this narrative in my head that my scars were ugly, that I was less than, that I should do all that I could 
to cover them up. That's what we do when we see our blemishes, our gray hairs, our scars, our wrinkles. We create these crazy stories in our head, and we all do them. From people at work, individual contributors who are just starting off their career, to high-level C-suite executives, to athletes, to celebrities, to politicians, to just the guy or gal down the block. We all come up with these wonderful stories, and they're not so wonderful. And they hold us back from so much. They have a tendency of making us believe that we're not enough, that we should try to cover them up, that we should be flawless, that we should be perfect. But as human beings, let's be honest, we are perfectly imperfect. I like to think that nothing happens without conversation or another way of looking at everything happens through conversation. And the most important conversation that we have every day, multiple times a day, is the one that we have with ourselves. And if that isn't healthy, then we can't have the right type of mindset. We can't have the right type of connection with others. And certainly we can't be resilient or as resilient as we wish to be. So when Grady, my youngest, said they were cool, my scars, I thought, yeah, maybe they are. Maybe our scars tell this awesome sauce story of what we've overcome. Same goes for our wrinkles and our gray hairs, which I have a few of those as well, although a few less hairs than gray hairs. They all say, I've lived. I've been through something hard. I've been through something that's a challenge. And I had the power to rise up, stand up, and keep pedaling, which is such an awesome story. Such a better story than the story that we tend to tell ourselves when we get self-conscious and say, I'm not enough. I'm not complete. I should hide. I don't want to be seen. Or the only way I can be seen is through a filter on Instagram or by covering it up. And think about that. We spend a whole bunch of time, money, and energy. We burn a whole bunch of calories trying to cover up what makes us human. Because we believe we can't be enough if we have a gray hair, a wrinkle, or a scar. And when I say this, I also will say that there's ageism out there, especially for women. It is tough. There's sexism and there's ageism. And so the rules for men and women, they're not the same. But what if, just what if, through what we're facing with COVID, that maybe we can just do a little bit better job embracing what we previously thought were imperfections as symbols of our strength and our wisdom? Because we know this, none of us are going to go to the barber or the salon anytime soon. So some of those gray hairs are going to come out. Maybe we can use this time to get a little bit more comfortable with them. Because this moment, in this moment, will certainly produce more of them. I know I have already produced some. And some of our scars will be emotional as they are physical. I look at both of those because through my accident, through my recovery, I had physical scars, no doubt. You can see them all over my body. But I also had to deal with emotional injury. And when those emotional injuries healed, a scar was laid down. So I had to deal with both. And now I see them as badges of honor. And so now when someone looks down at my legs or notices the scars on my arms or my hands or the little micro scars on my face and asks, hey, what happened? 
I come alive because I know this. Maybe they don't know it yet, but they're going to hear this one amazing story of what's possible with a healthy mindset, a strong Peloton, and some resilience. And we all have these stories within us. I just don't think, like, I don't believe at all that my story is the only one. I think everyone out there, if you're listening, you have a story like this within you as well. A story that says your emotional and physical scars, your wrinkles, your gray hairs, can tell this wonderful, uplifting, inspirational, motivational story of resilience. Through them, we can see ourselves so much more differently than maybe how we see ourselves today. We can change that conversation that we have with ourselves. We can see ourselves as stronger and wiser. And when we see ourselves that way, we can be there to support others, especially as we're going through something that we've never gone through before. And like yourself in this moment, I'm experiencing a wide range of emotions. I'm thinking a lot about those early days of my recovery as we all struggle with the coronavirus. And as I mentioned in a previous conversation about resilience, our whole family, at least we think we had it, the testing is poor, so we don't know for certain, but we had all the symptoms. So we struggled with just being sick, but also just the uncertainty of this given moment. How much longer will this last? What will become of this, of us? I think we can come out of this stronger. I think we can come together and create a better tomorrow. But before we get there, we will all experience some, yes, more than others, pain, suffering, loss. A whole bunch of people have already felt that. And that will lead to wrinkles and gray hairs and scars and blemishes and all those things. But my hope is that through all of this, we can start removing the filters that we view life through. All those Instagram filters that make us all pretty on the outside. And we can see our imperfections as being perfectly imperfect. Just like Kintsugi. Just like we are as human beings. Because imagine what we can accomplish when we show up as ourselves versus somebody we think we should be, or somebody who we think, you know, another person believes we should be, that we follow our own script, which is, in essence, the heart of having your last bad day. It's that day where you decide, okay, I'm going to live life differently by my own script, not someone else's. And this moment of corona is this ultimate pause button that allows us to pause, breathe, and reflect on what do we want for our lives? What do we want for our careers? And create that last bad day moment. And maybe part of your last bad day, this moment for you is you're going to fully embrace your scars, your blemishes, your wrinkles, all that jazz. Because I see them and I've learned to see them in myself and I see them in you as a celebration, a celebration of the resilience within you. As always, thanks for listening. Since this is a new project for me, I'm beyond grateful that you're listening, you've subscribed, and you've shared previous conversations about resilience. And I hope you'll share this conversation about resilience with someone in your Peloton who needs to hear this message today, who needs to see their scars and blemishes and gray hairs and wrinkles, maybe through a new lens, a lens that will say, hey, this is about you 
as strength, as wisdom, as being resilient. Now, there's no question for today's conversation about resilience, but if you do have one about almost anything, you can go to kintsugipodcast.com and leave your question there, and I will do my best to answer it on a future conversation about resilience. And while you're there, you can check out our leadership academy called The Pace Line. It can help you create the life and the career you truly desire and prevent those bad moments that, hey, we all have, from turning into a bad day or longer. So until our next conversation about resilience, again, please subscribe if you haven't already. Rate, review, but again, please be kind because I'm just starting off new at all this. And please stay healthy. And of course, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you soon.